What's up, everybody, and welcome back into the Football In-Laws Podcast. I'm your host, Justin. He is your co-host, Caleb. That is me. Um, let's just start off the top. We're going to give a nice congratulations to Vinny Drybones for scoring a 620 points in our bracket challenge. Closest person to him was Tyler Berlin, and he scored 490. So uh, we'll say that was a handy handle. I don't even know what I'm trying to say. He handled his way all the way to the to the victory, just like you, Con. Yeah, sounds about right. Yeah, we kind of shit the bed with our picks, honestly. It kind of went downhill after all the SEC teams lost. I can uh, last. Yeah, it's uh, that's pretty bad. <laughs> that's pretty bad. What did I? What did I come in like third, fourth, uh, fourth, fourth? Yeah, that sounds about right. You had a hundred more points than me. Oh well, that's better then. Uh, he had Baylor going all the way to his champion. God, yeah. Um, the only I, this is why he won. He had Miami in his final four. Okay, so he was racking on points. His elite, them. his elite eight was UConn, Texas, Miami, Kansas State, and that's what he got out of that. Pretty good. Yeah, not bad. His sweet sixteen, one, two. Three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Yeah, he had eight of his sweet 16, which is it's pretty freaking solid. 50%. Yeah, way to go. So if if we could get Vinny Dry Bones or Vinny4949 on ESPN to reach out to us on Twitter, we'd like to get you a free koozie. And since we got an extra one, I might send you two. Yeah, might as well. Uh, we'll see if we can make that happen. If not, then uh, congrats either way. Yep, and we'll be doing stuff like this for years to come. It's, uh, it's always a fun little bragging rights type thing, I guess. Absolutely. And then I shout out to LSU for the women's basketball, too. They handle Absolutely. business. Kind of wish I had a... made a bracket for that as well, but I was like – just short of time to get yeah, it me in. Too. Me too. As soon as I, I realized didn't make I didn't it do in. it. As mm-hmm. soon as I realized I didn't do it, I was like, oh, shit. I'm pretty sure I was at work, too, and I was like, there ain't no chance I can get this done. Yeah, because I usually fill one out anyways because Tennessee, the Lady Balls, you know, mm-hmm. eight natties. What's up? Yeah, Alabama was in it this year, too, but I think they got knocked out in the first round of, like, Baylor or something like that. There was quite a bit of upsets in the women's tournament, and that's becoming more of a thing, whereas usually it was chalk. Mm-hmm. Um, the women's tournament used to be chalk all the way down until you got to the Sweet 16. So, Like, honestly, the most surprising case in that was South Carolina losing. Everybody yeah. thought they were going to go all the way. Tie this back into football. Caitlin Clark outscored the entire Iowa football team this year in just the tournament. That makes sense. That is absolutely hilarious. Are you serious? Mm-hmm. Yeah, if she was like, if she if she dropped like three more threes and maybe a couple of couple more assists, that's hilarious. Um, Kirk Ferentz's son might have kept his job. She's only like a junior or something, ain't she? Yeah, she's gonna she's gonna come back next year. That's gonna be incredible to see. Okay, so now that basketball's over, 
We got college baseball in full swing. Tennessee's ah full swing. I see what you did there. You like that? That was pretty, that was pretty good. Me, uh, yeah, you know, we'll figure that out. Uh, this week is one of one of the best ones, in my opinion. I don't know if you follow it, but um, the Masters. Oh yeah, love me some Masters content. Yeah, there's something about uh, golf that really makes things happy in the world. We got to get on the course here soon, honestly. For sure, for sure. Um, you doing anything Saturday? Yes. Well, well what if you didn't? You can take that up with your sister. Tell her to stop. Tell her you're not doing anything. <laughs> Is she in the room? No, she's she's never in the room. Of course. Well, that's a shame. I might have actually had this Saturday off for the first time in like two months. That's what's up. Okay, so I wanted to try something new here because we're getting we're in draft month. Hey, real uh, quick before we do get ahead of ourselves here, shout out to my brother, his other brother in law. Uh, happy birthday, oh. Ryan. Happy birthday. It's April fourth today at the time of recording. So happy birthday. <laughs> happy birthday. Yeah. So just give a little shout out there. Hope it all is good and well. All, all right. right. Continue. I wanna just do a week by week feel on what you're thinking is going to happen on round one of the draft in Kansas City this year. Right. Uh, I'm thinking one through four, because after that, it really doesn't matter. In the end, that's what Lincoln Park said. So we're going to we're gonna improvise here. Okay, paper, rock, scissors. Go and All shoot. Right. Uh, <laughs> the video delay is real. Yeah, the the, the delay is real. Okay, I also uh, had scissors. Okay, heads or tails? Tails. This is much easier. It was tails. What do I win? You get to go first or second. It's up to you. I'll go second. Okay, so basically, what I'm thinking here is we just predict where. Picks one, two, three, and maybe four if we feel like it, just for justification, goes on round one, night mm-hmm. one of the draft. Um, I'm going to say that right now, I feel that it's C.J. Stroud going one to the Panthers. Mm-hmm. I think it's Young, Bryce Young going to the Texans at two. Uh-huh. And then I believe that the Arizona Cardinals are actually going to take Will Anderson. Mm-hmm. And at four with the Colts, they're going to take Anthony Richardson. Now, I'd honestly probably say the exact same thing. There's nothing much to argue about it. But I will say hypotheticals of what I think could happen. And this is... You know, this is not my word. This is some other mock drafts I've been seeing. So you, you want me to put down that me and you have the same feels right yeah. now, April 4th? Yeah, I just so it's different. Let's say Bryce Young in, in Carolina and C.J. Stroud for the Texans just to mix things up a little bit so we're not having identical stuff. Um but just from everything seen from the Panthers so far, and especially the meet they had with him a couple weeks ago, it seemed 
blatantly obvious the direction they were more leaning towards. But if if I if we want to go crazy, I don't know how Anthony Richardson's pro day went. I think it went very well from my expectations. Yeah. There's always that small, small chance that either CJ Stroud or Bryce Young slip and say like Bryce Young goes one and then Anthony Richardson goes two to the Texans. Then the Cardinals are so, sitting there at three and then you got teams like the, the Colts. The, well, the Colts and the Titans mostly that could try to jump up. Now, the only thing I don't like, and I saw a tweet, I forgot who it was, otherwise I mentioned it, but it, they were talking about how how many how how much it would be to just jump up to the third draft pick. And I think they brought up like Trey Lance as an example. Yeah, they gave up like the, Yeah, it was the two, Titans thing. I saw the same tweet. Yeah, and they, they gave up like uh uh the first round draft pick for that year, then the next year's draft first round, then like a second and something else. And it's like I can't see the Titans dropping all of that on the third best quarterback in the draft. You know what I mean? So I feel like the only way the Titans trade up to get a quarterback is if Bryce Young or CJ Stroud somehow fall to three. In in that scenario, I could see see it happening and I wouldn't mind them trying to jump up and do that. But then on the other hand of things, if you're willing to drop all those draft picks to jump up to get that guy, you know, you could also argue why haven't they done it on Lamar, even though I definitely don't want it to be wasted on Lamar, but you can make that argument. All right, so I got to ask you this question about Lamar. Would you rather move up and take the two first? this year's first and two more firsts, or would you rather draft an offensive lineman where you're at, trade back in the draft to get more draft capital, like just back in the first round, not a lot, just a little. And, you know, you'll still have like a Darnell Wright sitting there that plays right tackle. You can Mm -hmm. move MPF to right guard and you got your right sides done at that point. Like you're good. You're solid. And then all your guys that you signed and free agency that were like, I don't know. A little they bit can better. figure out the left with Dylan Raidens because we know that Vrabel doesn't like him very much. Mm-hmm. And then at that point, would you be willing to say, let's trade Tannehill for a third or put him in the package to get Lamar and use two first on that? So it's either three first to move up for, in my opinion, it better be CJ Stroud or nobody or mm-hmm. – Two for Lamar, not even Bryce Young. We don't think Bryce Young's going to slip. Yeah, I'm just telling. I think there's an actual possibility for. Well, shit. Sorry, (laughs) hockey. Um, I think there's an actual possibility where Carolina freaking drafts AR fifteen first, (laughs) and. And then it would be Bryce Young going two to the Texans. And then you're like, fuck it. We got to do it, right? Because at that point, you're like, we got to shove. We got to stick Indy with somebody that's either 
Like, I don't really want him and Hooker to go to Indianapolis, but, like, it's either going to be him and Hooker or Will Levis at that point. Yeah, and and you definitely will see Tennessee trying to make an offer for something like that if it were to happen. But if I if I'm if I'm the um, the Cardinals in that scenario, you just basically got paid. You got the biggest payday you could ever have in your life, theoretically. Yeah. If they, if they had the third round pick and either C.J. Stroud or like Bryce Young is there, because they know all the power is in their hands and they can use all that clock to try to get it uh, to try to get a trade done. Yeah, and I'm dude. I'm so pumped for the draft. I can't wait. I think me and you've heard talk. We're gonna try and do something, um, not necessarily live, but like we'll be live recapping it on Twitter. But at the same time, we'll record something for everybody to listen to on the way to work the next morning. Yeah, we'll probably like maybe on Twitter have like a short summary of a person or just say their uh like stats. But well, I think the plan is. We're, like you said, we'll probably record and then just pause it each and every person so we give the t- our take for each guy and then upload it, put it out there for the world. Yeah, and I'm I'm pretty pumped up about it. I got to get everything situated for that. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think of some other shit. Fantasy football implications on the draft as a big deal because you got a lot of leagues like ours that voted to have our rookie draft the week after the NFL draft. Yeah, so it's happening really quick. Like, we're not even going to have time for these players to hit the field first before getting getting them on our team. Now, it, is it can dangerous. be a hit or miss. Yeah, it's, it's a, dangerous. Especially uh, you drafted Travis Etienne. His rookie year, how that yeah, turned out his, for you? Uh, the rookie year, not so much, but I think him and T. Lawrence have been on the same trajectory because the guy who drafted Trevor Lawrence just traded for Patrick or traded Patrick Mahomes away. We're trying to get him on the podcast. Uh, fortunately, he's got a bedtime. Dude, <laughs> ain't no bedtime in life. That's what adulting's and, uh, all about. So we. Uh, Sorry, text message from your sister. Um, Shoe. So we're working on that whole ordeal with the ETN being what he's supposed to be. His his value is pretty high. You were in the the conversation for ETN last week with Travis, so right. You saw where his value is being. Uh, I guess you could say placed. Uh, I, I'm high on him. I think he's going to have a good year. I I think a lot of Jaguars are going to be all right this year. Um, also, as a Titans fan, don't like to see that that much. But of course. it is what it is. As long as he plays bad against the Titans, we're good. So did um you you and Travis just, have any other communications? Just one, just one touchdown and yeah. the Titans win. And we'll be oh, there. yeah. That's okay. <laughs> But did you and Travis have any other communications? Because I know y'all were talking about a big trade and stuff like that. Did anything else yeah, was come from it? One and it? It was terrible. It was probably the worst offer. I mean, even you were like, well, what are you doing? Oh, goodness. I mean, you should do it. That'd I mean, kind of wild. I'm pretty sure he's already withdrawn. Yeah, withdrawal. Because it's not even popping up as somebody uh, denied it. To if be you, honest with you, if you were to put a trade offer up right now, you will get him negotiating as we speak. 
<laughs> so right now, the the most recent offer was just Dearness Johnson and Jamichael Hasty for a third three three. Oh yeah, he's and just I trying to ship chop guys out. I thought about that just because like I could figure out which one I'm gonna keep closer yeah. to time and then handcuff my own guy, which fantasy players, you know what I'm talking about. Right. Um and then but this one was this uh, stay with me. I'm so here. <laughs> this is a three three play uh three team trade. And it has me getting Calvin Ridley, Jamichael Hasty, and Dernis Johnson. Mm-hmm. It has me giving away three picks: a 2023 third, a 2025 third, and 2023 110, 2024 third. My bad, not 2023. So 24 third, 25 third, and 23 110. And then it's got Jordan getting Mac Jones, Zach Moss, Greg Dorch. And 110, but giving away Aaron Rodgers, Jamal Williams, Calvin Ridley, and a third in 2025. Terrible. Yeah, it's pretty bad. All and that. then Travis is getting the, the best part of it with Aaron Rodgers, Jamal Williams, a 25 third, 25 third for me, and a 24 third for me. That's that just ain't right. That's theft. Yeah. And I think that's where he probably was like, you know what? I'm just going to. Just gonna take this away real quick. Slide hope it away. Nobody, hope nobody sees it. I mean, he he can come up with some crazy concoctions, but you know, you can't blame a guy for trying. I guess. I still need uh, your brother to figure out if he wants to make a deal with me or not. I'm waiting on it. Has he said yeah. anything else uh, to you about it? Nothing? Nope. Mm. Nope. I told you about um, the trade I sent him, right? I do not believe I believe you did, but um man, too many sleeps since that last phone call. So I sent him for my team, I, I have a plethora of good receivers. Now we are a three receiver league with a flex. So my receivers are Jalen Waddle, Amari Cooper, Jamar Chase, Tyler Lockett, Debo Samuel, and then some other guys thrown in there like Devin Duvernay. Uh John Mechie, whenever he gets healthy, Matt Collins, Quez, Wat- Quez Watkins. So, a couple older guys. You got Tyler Lockett there, who's at 30. And then uh, Mark Cooper, 28. And then uh, Debo at 27. So, initially, I had sent a trade to him a while back, and it was like, I'd give him... Because he's, he's a Cowboys fan, so I sent him, like, Dak Prescott and Amari Cooper... And my second round pick six to get his 2024 first and uh, his 105 this year. So he declined it. Do it. So I got you. Yeah. So he declined that. And that was a while ago. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to try another thing because I'm trying to look towards the future a little bit. I got a plethora of receivers, like I said. And I'm thinking maybe I can get Debo off, at least get the youngest of the three of those receivers. Get him off the team, and in my mind of thinking, he's 27. He's had good back-to-back years. Last year wasn't as good because of injuries and stuff like that. But if I can get rid of one of those guys to get some more draft capital in the future, then I might as well do it now while he is still a little younger and healthy. So I sent him Dak Prescott, Debo Samuel, uh, second-round pick three this year, 
And in return, I get his first round pick five, 2025 first, which was Travis's 2025, and then his own 2025 first round pick. That's nuts. Yeah. So in hindsight, it 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 makes sense just so I can have more picks in the future to try to do what I need to. And, you know, by then, Debo's going to be 29 or something like that. Um, So, it, and then, he, you know, he, he'll be turned 29, and I'll have th- three total first-round draft picks in 2025, my own, and then two others. So, yeah. not, not, not a bad gig. And then on top of that, I, got, I would get the 105 this year. Now... I, I'm not too high on a whole lot of guys. You pretty much got three or four guys that are blatantly obvious, talented, and going to be picked off early. And then the rest are just like, it depends on where they go. And that's something we mentioned earlier. Like the draft plays big dividend in our uh, process thinking of which players we want to draft. So I may end up, if there's not a guy there that I like, I may try to trade back in the draft myself, maybe try to get a 2024 first-round pick in return for the 105 this year and get a get a one next year and like a two next year or something. Who knows? But we're going to wait my see. guys, I can tell you right now, if my guy's still there, you could trade back to 110. And I'll, I'll, I'll ship you a second in return, so... Just put that on the books. See, in my mind, I'd rather, <laughs> I'd rather push it back to twenty twenty four. If I had, I don't to. have any of those. You have to wait till twenty six. I know that's the shame part of it. Because it, it's like then I'm sitting at one ten. I still don't even know who I want to take. I also have a bunch of second round picks right now. So like, if I gave up that two hundred three, I in all total picks I'd have, I'd have one hundred five, one hundred eight. Then I would have 202, 205, 206, 208, and then 302, I think. Okay, speaking of draft picks. In uh, my other league that I'm in with a couple, another podcast host and some other things, uh, some other people, things. <laughs> what? Things. Uh, the... I don't know these people. Oh. Um, you know a couple of them because they're in that free league that we play in. Oh, okay. But one of these, um, one of the team managers is a co-host on like the Fantasy Factor. I don't know what it's called. Uh, podcast. I'll give her a shout out when I figure out the name of her podcast. Gotcha. They have a lot more followers than us, but... Makes sense. They they do good work. I've listened to one or two episodes. Mm-hmm. Um. So this this is the most recent trade. They just turned on rookie draft pick trading. We had it turned off during we uh year one of the league. Uh, kind of liked it because it forced people to stick around because it I is a money you. league. So we didn't have anybody. We had a very balanced draft of people taking like you could tell the team that won it was like screw young guys whereas me and my brother matthew are co-managers here we took a three to five year approach but we're actually looking at our team now because we got lucky in the draft because it was like some weird like i don't even know how they determined it Mm -hmm. 
but we, <laughs> dude, we are looking really good right now. Well, good. So all them young players are standing out, huh? Yeah. So this is an actual trade that just got voted on, and um, so this uh, I don't. I'm just gonna team one <laughs> is receiving Calvin Ridley, George Pickens. Oh, what round one pick three, and round two pick three, mm-hmm. or round one pick one. Oh dang! Round two pick one, and round four pick one. Solid trade, in my opinion. That's a steal. Solid trade, in my opinion. Because in hindsight, so who are they giving away again? Ridley, Pickens, and what else? Yeah, that was that was old. Ridley, Pickens, one three and uh, two three. Okay, so they're giving up there. Okay, I got you. So in hindsight, they're getting loose two receivers, and they're probably going to get Bijan. Mm-hmm. The talk before it was turn on draft pick trading. I cannot, I can't tell you, like, I can't add it to the board right now because he's telling the commission what to do. Yeah. And he was like, AKA Bijan Robinson. Or the one v one is on the block. Oh my god, <laughs> that's his exact words. Yeah. So this is the team that, like, me and Matthew haven't done shit, but like, just like our three players on injured reserve, we're probably going to drop every single one of them. Which is gotcha. Cunningham, Daryl Williams, and Brandon Jones. It is an IDP league. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we have round one pick four, round two pick four, round three pick four, and round four pick four. So we're My sitting God. solid. Sitting solid, bro. Sounds like it. Um, quarterback is Josh Allen. Okay. All right. Uh, yeah, it's solid. I don't even think we have a backup, to be real with you. Uh, we do not. <laughs> Go pick up Brian Hoyer. Hey, um... I mean, honestly, he he signed Running. two he signed a two year deal deal for yeah, the Raiders. I saw that, and uh, Jimmy Garoppolo's injury prone. So, Cordero Patterson and Nick Chubb are our running backs. Always need a good Chubb. Um, backup Sir Samaj P. Ryan, Caleb Huntley, and the Preds just won. Let's go! Alrighty, let's go! Yeah. We had a 4% chance of making the playoffs before tonight. Now it's like a 7. Let's go. You love to see it. Yeah, we need the Flames to lose. We're playing right now. Um, Wide receivers. This is where me and me made out. We had Jerry Whoa, Judy. whoa, whoa. You and your brother made out? Yeah. Oh, God. All the time. Jeez. Jerry Judy. Gabe Davis. Oh, Marquez Callaway, Romeo Dobbs, Mecole Hardman, Rondell Moore, Jawan Jennings, Jahan Dotson. Let me ask you this. Is Judy on the Broncos this year? Yes. I think so, too. I think I don't think he's going anywhere. At this point, the only way I could see something happening is draft day. 
yeah, I, I still don't see it happening. Like, I don't see Sean Payton going there and be like, yeah, let's get rid of one of my best weapons. If anything, it'll probably be, what's his name? Cortland Sutton. Yeah, I could see that now. Yeah. Um. So tight ends, we gotta figure that. We gotta figure some stuff out. I'm not gonna lie. We got, of course. <laughs> we got Austin Hooper and Darren Waller. How many players are in this league? Um, sixteen. Oh God. Okay. Never mind. So we got sixteen team league, and we've already like what I've said is not bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, me and me decided to go crazy and do Evan McPherson like right after Justin Tucker just to sure it up. Right. But then like our defense is Greg Rousseau, Quentin Williams, Devin White, Leighton Vanderish, Roger McQuarrie. Oh god, I forgot you had defensive players in that one. Yeah, and then Quincy Williams. Like we we went a bunch of Players from the SEC that we know, like we got Derek Stingley, <laughs> Xavier McKinney, Buda Baker, <laughs> Daryl Taylor, Cameron Dantzler. Like we went with the defensive players that everybody knows. And then this is just for you. I talked to Matthew into going on the taxi squad. Oh, God. Uh, Jalen Wadmeyer. Oh, yeah? Yes, sir. All right. So he's chilling, waiting. So as soon as he – turns into something we got him in the wings speaking of taxi i still got old kenny pickett and kyle phillips in my taxi in our league hey, let's do what you gotta do to get to the draft hey i'll give you a kyle phillips for a third you want three three or three four well, we can figure it out you really want him done deal brother you really want him he's better than anybody when we get it three three Okay, I'll, I'll I'll keep it in mind. We'll discuss afterwards. Sounds good. Well, I think we've ran out of time here. We've talked about fantasy football enough. We've ran everybody off. If you're still listening, thank you very much. Send us an email or a tweet. We'll send you. We'll send you two koozies because you're hearing this. Yeah, for sure. Kind of Just a laid back episode this week. Um, n- nothing big has happened. Free agency's finally died down. Next coming weeks. Like we said before, the next coming weeks, we're going to have so much content coming out with the draft and everything. We'll probably have like a, a, a pre-mock draft. Uh, Twitter's going to be going wild draft weekend. I think we're, what, 25 days away? Yeah, we're we're really close. I think you're right, right on right that. Right on the cusp. Um, everybody get your draft caps. Um, yep. Just let's go. We're going to do some live tweeting that night. We might even throw up a couple of we might throw a Twitter space in there. We don't know. We're going to get crazy with it. That'd be kind of fun. We can figure it out. I mean, if anything, maybe day two or three later in the rounds when stuff starts going quicker. Yeah, we could we could hop on Twitter spaces. That way we don't, we don't have to be together for Twitter spaces. That's the wonderful thing about it. You don't want to be with me? Well, I'm just saying we're going to be together round one for sure. I see. I see. But before, uh, before we go, quick question for you. Well, what's the best... Best food for drafts. What do you got? Oh. Now it could be going out to eat or it could be just ordering something or making something. What are you doing for the draft? You know? So dude, I mean I obviously we know what we're doing, but I think I've hit almost all of these. Like we did Mexican last year. I think yeah, we did. I think the first time 
that I watched the draft, we had Buffalo Wild Wings. Classic. Um, that's back when I think I was like uh this is my either my freshman or sophomore year of college. No, it wasn't the freshman year because I remember taking Jake Locker in, in the dorm room. Oh. So it was the sophomore year of college. Uh, I was back at home and mm-hmm. just told my dad, hey, we're watching the draft tonight. I'm going to B-dubs. What do you want? He he hit me with the order. Um, if you, if, you, if you ask your dad what they want to eat, they're just going to tell you. Absolutely. They're not going to ask questions. Absolutely. <laughs> get, get straight to the point. You know what? Uh, I think the next year we had pizza. Mm-hmm. And then the year after that, I think we just did appetizers or appetizers, as some people say. Yeah, you can't go wrong with that. That sounds pretty good. Well, we'll have to figure out what we want to do. Wings maybe sound good, but. I mean, we could just do, if you, if you make the buffalo chicken dip, I'll Ooh, make the corn I could, dip. I could do that, yeah. I'll make the corn dip. You make the buffalo chicken dip. We'll make Kalen make dinner. That sounds like a solid plan. Hell, are we going to get anybody else in on this? I mean, we could tr- we could try. I mean, the more the merrier. We get, we got two microphones. We can make it happen. We're gonna we're gonna we'll do have this. A, we'll have a party. Yes, right. sir. Well, you got anything else? No, nah, man. Uh, tighten up. Go Vols. Go Preds. Hell yeah, go Preds. Let's go. Hey, I'll tighten up, roll tie, guys. Let's uh. You better say Caleb. Look, I'm I'm sorry. I had a little heartburn and digestion going. Go Preds. Four percent up to seven percent. Let's go. Maybe they make the playoffs. Maybe they don't. Uh, at this point, it's better if they don't, probably. But you know, we always love playoff runs. We <laughs> ain't gonna sh- we ain't gonna shy from it. We're we're like eight years in a row. Like the last time we missed the playoffs, Cannon wasn't that's, even born. That's crazy to think about. Will the streak come to an end? <laughs> Find out next time. And we'll see you on the next one. See you. Peace.